Hello and welcome everyone to episode 64 of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read-through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. How you doing, Brandon? Doing pretty good. I'm, of course, uh, Brandon Bovia, letterer of manga like Dragon Ball Super and uh, Kaiju Number 8 and many, many more. And uh, I've just... <laughs> I'm ready to get into this. We are... We are here. <laughs> yeah. The fight is over. The, the arc is yep. not over yet. We still have one more for that. But uh, the, uh, the actual fight has been finished. And this, this, the, these chapters got me a few times. I got to say. Yeah. No. I, I got a little teary-eyed at some of the stuff. Like, I'm, I'm ready to get into it. It's yeah. like my reaction after reading this was uh, definitely like, yeah, definitely perfect place for that flashback. Yeah. No, I... It it hits so much more where it is now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I I everything I said uh, in in the previous podcast or maybe even before that. Uh, I think I stand by it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, yeah. That's how I'm feeling. Uh, well, let's just get right into it with chapter two hundred and ninety six, Ultimate Sky Situation, and we see Ace has successfully rescued the man on the ship and the secrets. Apparently there was only one man on the ship. Go figure. You know, he's still kind of on fire. Weird that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> How is this man? He's surviving. <laughs> he's on fire, but he's okay. Hmm. Hmm. We think something's going to come of that. <laughs> ah, we'll have to see. Yep. But uh, we get into the chapter itself and we're left with our message from Luffy and Nami where we need to cut down the giant jack so that it falls to the west. And uh, Zoro is rushing in with his swords, and uh, they're, everybody Dodging else is just lightning bolts like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And everybody else is hanging back. Is like, oh god, he's not going to make it. Yeah, <laughs> dodging lightning bolts like it's freaking Final Fantasy X. <laughs> right. <laughs> and Nero knows about it because he's just saying like, huh, sore losers. You can struggle all you want, but I don't care. Basically, you know, it's big enough. I'm going to take care of you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just like, all right, f this whole place. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. It's done. And uh, Zoro successfully gets in there and cuts a section of the giant jack out and made it just fine. But unfortunately, that slowed him up just enough that he gets struck by another <laughs> bit of lightning yeah. oh, and goes crashing God. into the ruins. How many times has Zoro been struck by lightning? I mean, I guess it's just twice, but... He's taken some big hits. <laughs> yeah, no, he... Oof. He'll, he'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but... He did it. It should do the trick. But Giant Jack is a bit um, stubborn. It's yeah. not falling. That other branch, because it's more it's like a helix, it's just not enough. It's not falling. I think it's easy to lose the scale of uh, everything, especially when the camera is so, so zoomed out. But like that's a massive chunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> compared compared to the size of Zoro himself. Like, yeah, I guess it's not that much of the Giant Jack, but it is... like. It's big. Yeah, he 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 took care of a massive section uh, relative to to himself, and it's just uh, super impressive. But then we get these other scenes of you know the wrecked uh, Shandian village, the statue of Kagura, and we just get the, these old flashbacks for the snake calling out its name, Nola. And is that the first time we've uh, learned its name? I think it said it once before, but I forgot it. Like it was, it was like the great god Nola or something like that. Mm -hmm. So it was definitely 
there before. But yeah, they were just Kagura and um, oh uh, Seto. Seto, that's it. Because I think I think a Kaiba. Right, yeah, hard <laughs> not to think of Kaiba with that. <laughs> he's like, hey, you like the sound of the bells so much? Let's go ring it together. And that you know, he's chasing after them in his dreams, and he wakes up and he's still in his crying state and bashes his own head into the, in the into the giant jack to try to get it to crash down, and it crying like that, rushing after them. Oh my God, that got me. <laughs> I did not expect it to get me, but... After everything we've been through, I was not expecting to, like, sympathize with the giant snake. <laughs> right? I thought it was just I, sort like, of like, that's a fun curiosity. Yeah, it's just kind of like a cool set piece. And then Oda is, of course, just like in his just uh, masterful storytelling is able to get us to relate to and kind of understand the feelings of what this what this creature's been going through. And mm-hmm. it, it's it's effective. Oh, it ab- absolutely effective. I, th- I think it also, it's one of those things that we're seeing the snake, and I don't think I remember the flashback. It's grandfather and father got taken out so easily by Noland yeah. and Calgara. And you have to remember, our main characters, who are definitely stronger than those two, are trying to kill this one and was never able to actually pierce its skin. Yeah. I, I mean, important. Nola's massive here now, so maybe it was something up in the air. Oh, yeah. The, it definitely the air uh, thing where everything else grew too, but it's. It yeah. It's <laughs> but, one of those but still, I understand things. your point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, unfortunately, he was able to make it lean a little, but it wasn't enough. And we're left to see Conus being like, you know, still regret. It's like, I don't know how anyone will survive this. It's my fault that everybody's involved in this. If I just stood up to the comedy earlier and everybody else <clears throat> is just like, what are we doing? We're just waiting for death. And hey, McKinley's alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're actually begging him to stop doing something. And he's like, no, it's we're human. It's natural for me to do this. And we don't see what that is at this point. Yeah, not quite yet. I'm like, oh, well, I, I was, yeah, I was like, what are we, what are we going for there? But also, hey, McKinley's alive. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I, I feel like is sort of the, we, we, I get, we get this with a lot of One Piece arcs of, oh, you know, these characters you thought, oh, you know, oh, they might be dead. Oh, no, they're, they're fine. They're totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seeing all this, Wiper begins to stand up and he's talking to Robin. It's like, why Why does Straw Hat care about this? Why does Straw Hat care about ringing that bell when it's us who inherited Calgary's will? That's what gives it its meaning. Him ringing it means nothing. I love this next line from Robin, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, her explanation. Because Usopp's telling her to ignore him. He's be like, all right, it's up to me to go bring it down. So I'll, I'll bail him out. And all the while, she just says, 400 years ago, a certain explorer lied and said he'd seen a golden city in the, in the blue sea. And... You know, his descendants believed his words and then finally says, the boy with the straw hat thinks that if we ring that golden bell, we'll be able to tell those that those people that El Dorado was in the sky. Isn't that a wonderful reason? And it's like, oh, damn it. That's good. Yeah. I just I I love even though Robin hasn't been here that long, just like she already has that utmost belief in Luffy. Yeah. Just being, you know, he's a romantic. Even when things look hopeless, he would give up his chance to escape just for that. You know, he's a bit crazy. (laughs) Uh, But just after everything they've been through, like, he's just won her over completely. Yeah. Uh, And I, and I don't think I got that the first time. I thought he was, to be honest, the first time I watched One Piece, it took me a while to accept Robin as fully part of the crew just because she had been a bad guy. 
And there's, you know, certain moments later that fully cemented her for me that truly showed her to be a member of the crew. Yeah. But I think this is a nice early bit of that in case, you know, in you case can tell that wondering. she truly cares. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. absolutely does. Wiper asks for, uh, for asks for the name of the descendant and we get Mont Blanc Cricket. So the ancestor, his name must be Noland. And, and the, just the tears from Wiper there, man. We've only seen him be angry. Yeah. Up to this point. Just that berserker rage. To see him break down in tears like this, to show that what those that story meant to him with Calgara and the Nolan friendship and everything. It, it go it makes it have that just emotional point beyond just getting their land back, which of course is very important, but I don't know, it's just that extra emotional connection. Yeah, it feels like he's realizing that everything that he's been fighting for like it kind of led up to this moment and it wasn't it wasn't a waste you know every everything that he's been through has been you know it's all for this the way he he's seeing kind of the story come together and and yeah like i it's emotional for me it's certainly emotional for him and we get that little interstitial usopp trying to be useful with his exploding stars and rubber band of doom (laughs) yes of course (laughs) but then then wiper just shoves him aside and i forgot about this this is badass as all hell it's awesome (laughs) uses the rejectile a third time to rip through giant jack wreck his body even further he was already dying (laughs) yeah Although I want to point out, it was not not as big of a hole as Zoro's. No, no, Zoro's <laughs> is definitely a bit more effective, but but yeah, the, it was just. I enough. guess to be fair, Wiper is dying. You know, he, <laughs> he 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 shattered his bones after the second reject dial, let alone the third. Yeah, and that's just enough to get the giant jack to start coming down. And Nami notes that. All right, it's starting to lean. I haven't actually run it at, at top speed yet, so. I don't even know if I'll be able to control this. So let's just go for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's just something so powerful about seeing this world ending event coming. Luffy heading towards them, just making this one last effort to go as everybody sort of cheers the morning. And the narrow even says, ah, impatient, huh? Can't, I'm not going to let you come up any closer. And he's still sending lightning down to try to stop them. Yeah. That last visual, that last panel of the chapter where you see it's just like lightning bolts raining down on the upper yard. There's explosions everywhere. You're seeing the giant Jack just lean over ever closer to, to Kingdom Come. And it uh, it's the the whole like the setup and the whole visual for this set piece is just it's rad. Like it is the most befitting finale. <laughs> We've thrown around apocalyptic before, but my God, just yeah, it, you certainly feel it. <laughs> It's hard not to be invested. And it's it's so brilliant, this way of changing up the fight with this ultimate baddie di- differently mm-hmm. from Crocodile. Because Crocodile was all about trying to find a way to actually touch him and then actually beat him. And Luffy can very easily beat Neru. <laughs> you know, he yeah. has the tools. He'll eventually get around all of his physical you know attacks and whatnot that we've seen already up to this point. But reaching him, that's the challenge. And I, I appreciate yeah. that more this time around. I definitely, if I had one kind of minor critique about this finale, it's that because Inaru is so high up and so removed for like these last few chapters, is that he starts to feel a little passive. Yeah. But yeah. like, it, it, it's understandable. So it, it's not something that really bothers me, but it's like, he's just kind of 
I mean, it, it makes sense for him as a character. He's just off in his own little world, just like trying to get away. Um, but I think it, it does make for it, it, it makes me not quite as invested in him because he is just he is just kind of sitting on his throne trying to leave. <laughs> That's the thing. He's he as we'll see, he's not really need. He didesn't need to do any of this. It's just because he's a jerk <laughs> that he's. Doing yeah, all this. basically. Yeah. <laughs> There's elements that he, you know, that, that he did to, for the ship. But once he had the ship, he did not need to destroy everything behind. He's just he's under a literal god complex. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pride goeth before the fall. Oh yes. But uh, we'll see how that all develops as we hit chapter 297, Praise of the Earth. And uh, poor Ace has been busted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like ah, oh, oh, the jig is up. Yep. I gotta go. <laughs> Oh, uh, shenanigans. Yeah, fun stuff. But my god, these these this spread. It is incredible. <laughs> uh, just the people looking on, Aneru shouting out again, Luffy and Nami making their way up to the giant jack and they're just it's, and it's it looks like, like Nami's like driving around the lightning bolts it seems. Uh, around but also Luffy's using himself to catch them and disperse them. Oh, that's awesome! I didn't, I didn't catch that part. The yeah, first time if you I read it. if you see, yeah, you see Luffy's foot. So he's using his yeah, feet yeah. to. He's holding one. <laughs> he has one hand in the ball, one hand ra- wrapped around Nami, one foot holding himself uh, clear, <laughs> and the other foot used to dis- disrupt the lightning. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's that's pretty wild. And Nero is like, huh, if the lightning doesn't work, there's no way you can make it up here and fall and die. That's all we need you to do. And Luffy's like, yeah, like you could stop me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, I definitely like Inaru's kind of plan B, it seems here, is that, like he's just like shooting lightning bolts like at the very ground under them. Yeah. And just disrupting even further. I, they actually mentioned how like the the clouds surrounding the ruins have been exposed now. Like everything, yeah. the ruins are out in the open, and you feel I feel so bad for Robin because she sees the destruction. Yeah, just, it's just uh, like the ruins. It's like, oh, uh, I'm sorry, Robin. <laughs> and uh, Wiper, after three of these dials, stands up and just says, "Nope, you can't do it." And they can't topple the history of these proud warriors. We're our strength endures, and you and uh, God, it's a good speech. Yeah. Like, you you turn the page, and then he's just, you know, the Earth will not lose. Yeah. uh, uh, It's powerful. (laughs) Yeah. And then they just see the massive strike that hits Upper Yard from Aneru as he's mocking them. Yeah. God. Again, we're going to keep throwing around that word, but it is so apocalyptic just seeing kind of the world vanish beneath their very feet. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And I love how Gonfor is like the Vars isn't sinking. Upper Yard isn't budging an inch despite all of this. It's truly miraculous, and we never had the right to claim ownership of it. Like he's just full in, full on repent yeah. mode. Yeah, just admitting that this was not the right thing to do. And uh, 
And I think that it, it's a small thing um, that we'll get into later, but it is, I think, really important, the sort of what the upper yard means as like a symbol to all of these different people. And, yeah. and we're now we're now seeing it as as a symbol kind of like stand strong under the weight of like Inaru's assault. Yeah. Able to stand up to the to God himself. Yeah. And we end with Wiper finally saying, go straw hat as L- Luffy and Nami launch above out of the giant Jack and try to reach him. Try to reach Inaru. This is when Inaru is like. Yeah, I'm sick of waiting. This is enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I love that line. He's like, some people just won't take a hit. <laughs> and yeah, down comes Kingdom Come. Definitely enough to wipe out everybody here. We see the the, the Shandians, the angel people, the, the snake, Robin, Chopper. Luffy's like, all right, thank you, Nami. I won't let your efforts go to waste. And he jumps off, sends her flying back <laughs> down onto a cloud, which is good aim on there <laughs> yeah so no, seriously and jumps straight into the kingdom come is all right cha- change of plans you know it's gonna yeah. go for in but we're going we're going straight up baby oh yeah and i i forgot about this me too me too where he g- does gum gum fireworks golden peony and is able to use the gold on uh on his right arm as a conductor and discharge yep. all of the lightning <laughs> It's God. This all feels so. This is all Itaru's fault. <laughs> oh yeah, all for attaching that gold and just like that massive gold onto Luffy's arm. Uh, it, it it starts really. You know, it feels uh, pride before the fall. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just, yeah. You eat your own medicine. <laughs> you get a taste of your own medicine. And, and just to see, you know, the, the the Luffy's ingenuity when it comes to a lot of this stuff. And realizing mm-hmm. what he can do, it just adds up well, so well to have these flashbacks of these people and how what the bell means, and you know, showing what McKinley was doing, where he was praying, and yep. the Shandians are praying, the Angel Island people are praying, Conus is praying to protect this country. If there's a if there's a god that exists, will they help us? And yeah. oh Give god, that gets it gets me teary eyed now. Yeah, and just seeing, you turn the page and you're like just like that shot of Luffy just like dispersing the clouds and seeing the light shine through. You know, let the sun shine. It's majestic. Yeah, <laughs> it it truly feels godly. I, I'm I'm so impressed with how well Oda's wrapping this all up. So much better than I can even remember. I, I even remembered. Yeah. Seriously. Oh, two ninety eight. <laughs> what a love song. Uh, and I love this bit with Ace. It's like, oh, right, I forgot something. Here's a letter. <laughs> Just delivering a letter while he's getting shot at, bullets flying through his flame body. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good visual. It's yeah, so good. especially him just standing on the head. <laughs> uh, good stuff. We go back. The kingdom come has dispersed, and everybody's sort of shocked or calling out for Luffy. And that's when w- uh, Wiper yeah, says, ring it, ring the light of Shandora. And everybody else says, uh, it's a gone for calls out. And we get Luffy with the wind up. I love that shot so much. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> so, so good. good. 
And you can see the panic one in there whose face is like, you've got to be kidding me with this. Yep, yep. <laughs> and he and uses... Just, he's going to ring it right, uh, and you along right with it. <laughs> uh, and I think he uses all of his drums to do the 200 million volts of Maru. This yeah. massive Which Certainly, it, lo- it yeah. looks intimidating. <laughs> oh, it, to- it looks like a thunder god. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what a, what a great final form. He's just like taunting him. It's like, wait, you think ringing the bell is actually going to bring an end to the fighting? Are you a st- are you a fool? I am almighty, and you're just a paramythia freak. <laughs> yeah, <which> got me good. <laughs> I I love like you sort of seeing the beliefs of these two characters kind of come to a head. You know, with an arrow, you know, tr- truly believing that like he is at the center of everything, and that. You know, the the way that he asks him if, uh, you know, like, what is the point of ringing the bell, basically? Um, and the, the sort of, I feel like you get the in, inherent belief of Luffy as a hero that, like, his actions are just going to bring people together. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Especially because, you know, the line, what good is a god who can't save his people? Yeah. <laughs> While delivering just a good kick to the face. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately... It's not quite over yet. Is he? Uh, and there he's able to loop his arm around and stab Luffy in the back with that that trident, <laughs> yeah. which is dick, clever. Got to admit. Yeah, good on him for being able to do it. And uh, he's like, "Well, you've got nowhere to run. If you squirm off the hook, you'll fall back to Earth. But and if you stay here, you're just going to get impaled by the hook. I could just make another kingdom come. This isn't over." And yeah. Luffy again has those wonderful flashes to Konus and to Isa. Um, and what this all meant to them to have that little extra fight for pulls himself off of the trident begins to fall as, as with not uh, that. And then he says to Nami, get out of the way as he grabs onto her cloud and yeah. <laughs> uses that to rocket himself back up. <laughs> Look at God, that shot of just how far Luffy's arms are stretched out in both directions. <laughs> it is so wild. And it's just like, don't underestimate me, earlobes. And God, this 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 punch. It's like, you know, he's like, oh, you're just going to do the same thing again? And it's like, hey, I'll do it until the bell rings. And he's <laughs> and there he's ready to skewer him. But the sheer speed of him launching the golden rifle, as he puts it, yeah. at Aneru, to my interpretation, is like, he can't dodge it. He's like, I'm yeah. ready to do this. It's like, no, it's too fast for me. It's just, yeah, just, he even says, yeah, he's fast. And then it just point blank. (laughs) Yeah. Fist, ball, everything straight into Nehru. We get that sure uh, telltale sign that somebody's truly beaten in a one piece fight with the blank eyes and missing teeth. Yeah. And uh, sends him straight into the bell. And before even that, we get all these flashes about what the bell meant to everybody. Yes. It's that build up, all these panels. It's 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 like a beautiful collage, really. Yeah, yeah. It just uh, everything that this arc meant, everything that this was building up to, and just sort of all all of the different players, all of all of their feelings and their emotions, and like what what they were all working towards. It's just it it, it is so overwhelming with emotion for me that it's just like wow, mm-hmm. oh, we we've come so far. <laughs> and the great thing is, we just get that line from that that yell from Luffy to reach. 
can you find can you hear uh mister we found el dorado and i love the extra details the top of the maxim has been destroyed because of yep. where anira was standing the bell yeah, got set back and the it was such a hard punch it cracked the gold around luffy's arm yeah you can see the pieces shattering around it as he hits him yeah, I was wondering where it went later, but it, yeah, it makes sense that it just, they, they kind of broke each other apart, gold gold hitting gold. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, we get the big clang that declares that El Dorado was in the sky. That shot is so beautiful. That last spread. It's just like majestic. Ah, I, don't, I love it so much. <laughs> same, same. Yeah. And that's the end of the fight, really. Yeah. That is, that what, is an, what an end. <laughs> yeah wow like just as you know luffy just needed that one last punch and finally got through the Renaru. got and uh, took him out yeah i don't know <laughs> i'm just uh what's well, such a good conclusion <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh I'm man so i'm it's just i'm so happy <laughs> yeah so satisfied reading it again i i'm not sure if it's as satisfying as punching crocodile through the bedrock <laughs> But it's still there's some I I it's, I think it's more emotional because yeah, of for sure the bell mm-hmm. and just finally finally ringing that bell and kind of we'll, we'll see here in the next chapter kind of the fallout of all of that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's get that to that next chapter two ninety nine Fantasia, where we finally see this letter that uh, was entrusted to Ace from Moda. Would you like some yummy milk? Which Hmm. <laughs> I feel All like this might there. help the bitter coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about the coffee aspect. If that's what this is all leading to. <laughs> oh I think that's what it is. It's like Ace just improved their coffee. <laughs> wow. Thanks to Moda. Good good deeds. I, I, yeah. 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 I mean, good business for her. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, getting to the page itself, we see Luffy's arm is freed the bell is ringing the, the cracks are there and Nehru is getting sent back and luffy is still calling out reach as he falls from the sky again and the bell falls from the sky from the cloud yeah you see the the massive like clang sound effects just all over the next few pages the way that it's just like the sound effect is so massive it's like the sound of the bell ringing itself is just like overpowering. And he's just shouting out for the old guy, the, the you know, diamond headed old guy, the monkeys and Nehru lands on the cloud that the bell was on. And Maxim keeps going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing can stop this thing. Apparently. No, it's pretty well constructed. And as Luffy falls and the clangs happen, everybody can actually hear it. And yeah, Hey, Chopper finally wakes up. <laughs> yeah, I kind of forgot about poor Chopper. <laughs> Chopper wakes up. Sanji wakes up. Godfor is teary-eyed at the sheer sound of the bell. And all the people are like, it's a miracle after 400 years. And it's just sort of that emotional moment of getting all this to happen. And Wiper's just saying, how are you listening, Mont Blanc, Noland? We kept you waiting a long time, but I hope it reaches your descendant. And, oh, the snake's celebrating. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> sure enough, down on Jaya, we see Montblanc Cricket and the monkeys, and they can actually hear it. So they're like, oh, only one bell rings like that. 
And hey, the monsters that appear along with the Emperor Cloud, it all makes sense now. We actually get an I, explanation I love, for this thing that right, I kind yeah, of forgot about. Bringing it all back around. Uh-huh. So as Cricket explains, if there was a person way up in the sky and that person was in strong sunlight, his shadow would be projected onto the mist and the clouds far below. It would almost look like a giant monster. We see those giants there. Yeah. And so as monsters that, are really that's what that sky was. people. Yep. Yep, this confirms it, that Nolan was not a liar. Cricket's like, hey, you told me so, didn't you? You believed El Dorado was really there. And to see that, oh, that's such a good... I'm sorry, that's good. That gets me emotional, too, just to see him yeah. fulfilling that dream but by, by seeing by hearing the bell and seeing Luffy's outline in the sky. Yeah, again, just bringing it all back around to how this arc started. <laughs> yeah, just the... The way it bookends is so good. I think that is definitely one of its strongest points uh, compared yeah. to Alabasta. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it it makes it really feel like one tightly constructed narrative. Yeah. I guess. Like where, you got your Jaya uh, section and you got your Skypea section. And the Jaya section was all to cast doubt and set up, the, set up everything. And then the Skypea section was to finally pay those off how long down the line. Yeah, and I, I think it's really important, actually, that once we got into the sky, we heard, like, neither hide nor hair of um, uh, Cricket and the, the monkeys. Like, they had kind of played their part, and then right here at the end, we kind of bring it all back around to, like, this is what we were doing up here in the first place. And for them, it's been, what, a day, two days? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of this happened over the course of, like, two days. Well, since Jai began, like, a week at most. Yeah, basically. And then we get the, the classic One Piece cry where he's, yeah. he breaks down. He's like, I'm so glad yep, they're okay. Crying. They made it. Uh. <laughs> and the bell, I'm, I'm still not sure what happened to the bell. The bell falls into the clouds. Yeah. Maybe just kind of the last of all hear from it. I don't know. I don't. I honestly don't know. I don't know if it's lost in there or not. But then the uh, I thought it was flying away, but no, it's 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 uh, the Maxim stopped moving and actually yeah. falls into the clouds as well and starts sinking along with a Nehru. Which is wow. <laughs> yeah. And then we just get a nice little uh, narration where the sound of the bell boasted of the glories of the vanished city as the light of Shandora declared the end of the fighting with a love song, the song of the island. After being silenced for 400 years, the Golden Bell fulfilled its promise. And just to go from all these characters we've met along the way. Yep. It's just... Ah, it's so good. (laughs) Again, perfect wrap-up. Perfect cyclical nature. The narration at the end, you know, just we're right here. Mm -hmm. You know, just bringing it back to the power of the bell and what what the bell meant. And again, like we said earlier, (laughs) that that flashback is so important. Yeah, and I I think it would be less important. It, it wouldn't hit as hard if it were earlier, because uh, I really think the the symbolism of the bell and kind of the the message, what it means, is really important to just the finale specifically. Oh yeah, I mean, Calgra yeah. and Nolan met extremely tragic ends, but you feel relieved for them because of those images of them laughing. And the, yeah. the sound of the bell, like it's wild. It's, it's like I'm truly impressed with how well constructed this is. Would you say this is his best writing so far? Um, yeah, I guess so. 
like I, I know Nami's scene with uh, Arlong is absolutely powerful. Yeah. But to spread it out amongst so many people and to have it come together over so many chapters, I think that rings more impressive to me. I think I'm inclined to agree. I would, I'd have to sit and think about it. Mm-hmm. That like, but yeah, God, just some of the, <clears throat> yeah, because because <sighs> Nami had the build up of like her traveling around with Luffy up to that point, so there's that benefit. I guess in terms of like build up to payoff, this it it really does hit. <laughs> it yeah. really is definitely some of the best we've seen in the story so far. I, I yeah, huh? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also like that Luffy and Nami are just hanging on the cloud <laughs> finally taking yeah. a rest after all yeah it's just I'm I'm happy to see Luffy it just you know all, all he says you know do you think they heard it the old guy and everybody just like that's his primary concern after all this not is everybody safe or anything like that it's just like do you think they heard it and it's ah it's, mm-hmm. it's that's good yeah we do have a, a SBS and one of note that I thought was pretty fun I never picked up on this. This is really, this is really, really good. They said the person was like, about the Kami Aneru, uh, mm-hmm. I realized you punned Kami Nari, Japanese for I am God, and Kaminari, a way of saying thunder. I just knew I had to recommend you, Oda, for as a candidate for the next president of Old Man Gags Federation. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how he got Aneru's yeah. name. Yeah. That's, I think it's, uh, it's one thing that doesn't translate as cleanly, so they definitely... Did their best. Left, they left those both literally, you know. Uh, but it is... I picked up on it uh, while I was watching the anime, just because the, the his intonation of it is definitely more... Like, you can... He he is saying that he is God. Like he, he's pronouncing him as two separate words, as Kami-Nari instead of Kami-Nari. You mm. know, so it definitely... Like, I was... I, I picked up on it, for sure, uh, while, while I watched the anime, but... Uh, I think it, it doesn't come across as in, as cleanly in text or in English. <laughs> no, but it's a nice thing that, that the SBS it's, it's helped cool. point out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad that they pointed that out because I would have. I, I I caught it a few times. It's like, oh yeah, he does have that pun, but I forgot to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time for chapter three hundred three zero zero. We've hit our next hundred chapters. Hundred. <laughs> Holy crap, <laughs> man. <laughs> As Ace's great search for Blackbeard continues with him on his personal ship, uh, saying successfully extracted information about Blackbeard. And when I saw this first, at, at first, I'm like, wait, where did he get that? But then I clicked with me and was like, all right, he saved the secrets. The secrets were actually about Blackbeard. <laughs> That's some good uh, espionage, though. Wow. <laughs> that, yeah, that worked out really well for him. <laughs> That's clever. I didn't I didn't think about that, though. That's oh, damn. Yeah. Ace has been entertaining, for sure. Yeah, yeah. this cover story's been awesome so far. I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, there's not always a lot to say about it, but it's just good. That's really yeah, what think, it comes I down to. There's always something new happening, and there's always, it's constantly moving forward. And there's it, it's just something that, that's... I think the best cover stories can just kind of put like a little bit of a smile on your face. And that's all you really need. Yeah, that's all. It's, it's fun. But we get, begin the chapter with the requisite, hey, we're all okay. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody, and I mean everybody. Yeah, we're all alive. We we see the angels and the Shandians landing on the upper yard because really, where else are they gonna go? Yeah, Rocky comes out carrying Isa's bag of treasure. 
and hey, there's all the other warriors that got taken out by Aneru and the guys that fought Zoro and the the the, the big guy. I forget, I forget some of their names at this point. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, everybody's okay and alive. Yep. However, really going to need to do something about Wiper because he's actually kind of dying right now because yeah, his bones are smashed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> I really like this ex- the, this next exchange with Zoro and Sanji, though. Where, you know, Sanji kind of has no idea what just happened. He was like, hey, isn't that a gorilla? We don't need to help him out. But, you know, Zoro was like, I don't really get it. But uh, he had his reasons, basically. You know, and, and Sanji's like, hey, are you sympathizing with him? I'm like, what? Uh, eh, who so knows? I, like, even even if Zoro doesn't know everything, I feel like as, as a warrior, he kind of he gets the vibe. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. hey, good on Chopper finally getting to use those skills, put himself back in the limelight. It was like, yes, go Chopper. Be, be your, finally getting to do something. Be your white mage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, they're all just sort of recouping and wondering what's what's going on. And it's it's when I was seeing Robin here that I realized the tragedy of losing the bell to the to that those waves to the clouds, <laughs> the like the sea clouds, because. The Poneglyph was there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. She's just sort of wistful as she's listening to him then talking about the, the gold, all the gold and the we have to voyage in poverty. And they're talking yeah, about how we'd rather have like, dials and gold since we can't get those once we're back in the blue yeah. sea. <laughs> and I just I could see I just read this wistful face thinking about the golden bell and the fact that she lost the Poneglyph. Yeah. Oh. That sucks. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, I forgot the Potoglyph was on there. The Shondians are also like, eh, we, should we let Wiper be in the hands of these blue sea people? Like, and the Rock <laughs> is like, eh, Isa made friends with them. It's fine. <laughs> I, I think what I really love about the conclusion to this arc in particular is like everybody kind of putting their differences aside. And you're seeing that um, even now. It's just like, all right, you know what? There's, there's, we're done here. <laughs> yeah. I also like how they're like, all right, we woke up first. We we need to go get the vassals and set them adrift because yeah. <laughs> they probably lost their will to fight, but we should probably still set them adrift. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Yeah, and uh, you know the going merry is okay. Uh, Luffy comes back with a huge bag full of food, <laughs> <laughs> stuff in his face, of course. Uh, just I, I love that the little like I guess Conus is helping like carry it, but it seems like. Uh, Luffy's able to kind of drag it all by himself. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> but she breaks down seeing that they're all okay. And uh, they found the food from uh, in the, a place in the forest where the vassals kept their provisions. So it's like, yeah, we're just going <laughs> to steal their food. <laughs> you know, L- Luffy's, now that he's had a chance to eat, he's all okay now. Yeah, it's all it's all good. And hey, he even used, was able to use the gum gum balloon to come down. I, lo- I love that the, it's just like an explanation for a side panel. <laughs> and he's just <laughs> yeah. doing a little peace sign. He's like, ah, yep. <laughs> hey, don't worry about it. And then we like remember the fact that, all right, Connus's dad is not not with us. He protected her. Everybody's reacting and like, oh, poor thing. This poor, uh, poor thing. And you just hear this Connus and it's like, wait a second. It's you we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I, 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 I missed that the first time. <laughs> it is that, a very <laughs> sneaky, uh, sneaky yeah. introduction. <laughs> I, I think it's because um, in like the row of panels above it, you see the flashback of his, yeah. uh, of of, um, of her dad. Uh, so I thought like that panel of him being there was another one of those. <laughs> so it was ah, uh, it's sneaky uh, comics. Yeah, that's that's pretty smart. You know, he got knocked into the lower level of the White Sea, so that's how he survived. 
But the people who went down to the lower level, heading for Cloud's End, are already coming back to the White White Sea one after another with the aid of the Milky Dials. But of course, there's no Angel Island to return to, so they're all coming to the Upper Yard. Some folks are definitely a little frustrated with Oda as a storyteller, the way that folks tend to not die with in really high-stakes situations in One Piece. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think losing Angel Island is actually a pretty big consequence. Yeah. Um, and and it is actually really important uh, as we're about to see that like that there are people who are alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the thing is with Oda, it, it can be frustrating that the stakes he lays out, he can only throw the, do this trick so many times, I think is the thing we that people get frustrated with because mm-hmm. in the moment it feel it raises the stakes. It seems yeah. big. But the, and it, it, it's a good way to shift the tone from deadly serious to goofy again. Yeah. By having these yeah. people come it back. It keeps the tone like, lighthearted. Yeah. It's it's good. But the problem is, if he keeps doing it, you'll lose that. Like, well, he's not dead. I mean, we're already saying that he's not dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, everybody's fine. Uh, there are I, I'm not going to just like come out and be like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I think every time that Oda does a death fake out that it's fine. There are. There are some really dumb ones. <laughs> that I, really I mean, we had like one in Alabasta. On. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the, the one in Alabasta, uh, I mean, I, I think the way we talked about it back then where I was like, ah, you know, like, in, it's fine. In a vacuum, it's fine. It doesn't, it, I'm not mm. mad about it. It doesn't bother me. Uh, but it is sort of like a bigger part of a worrying trend. But I think this one specifically, uh, and I guess we're getting ahead of myself a little bit here, but like, like I, I like all of the kind of like kind of C tier NPC characters being fine. I, it, it doesn't really bug me that much. <laughs> no, no, we, we yeah. didn't have to have that kind of mass extinction to have them lose their home is yeah. kind of big enough. As consequences and, enough. And it's not like Conus's dad had that much of a big deal compared to Pell from. Right. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I guess it, that's the thing. That's where you got to get tricky with it. Um, I mean, it's ridiculous at this point that Wiper's not dead from using the rejectile three times because they say yep. it's like how many times that would kill him. But again, in the moment, it works. Yes. I think there are other ways to build stakes other than killing people. Yeah. Uh, and and it, it's clear how, what Oda believes about killing characters and about, you know, he, he mentioned this in an SBS about killing villains. And, you know, it's like it, it's more important, you know, like whether or not your dreams are crushed. Mm. Um and, and it, it, it feels like in some ways that if you have dreams, you could probably survive just about anything. I think there are consequences here. It's just not dwelled upon too much because mm-hmm. Gonfor confirmed before that the people in the palace were dead. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> they were but all off screen. He does find the people that were used as slaves alive. Mm-hmm. So there's those people right. that are reuniting. So you kind of just lump them together but i think these are two different set of peoples the slaves are still fine but the people up above are absolutely dead especially with how much lightning's come down and they've all been sent down like we did have some loss of life here absolutely yes yeah it comes down to the fact that like what are we going to do the the shandians lost a hidden cloud village we lost angel island can a rift of 400 years be mended so easily? And <laughs> we get a little flash of the vassals as they're getting sent off. I kind of love how I'm blanking on his name now, but the first guy they fought is still knocked out. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that was legit like a day ago. And the reject dial that was used on uh, the flying guy is was that effect. Like Wiper took three of those, and this guy got taken out with one. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Wiper, truly yep. a boss. <laughs> yep. And the other crazy thing here is that Eneru's not gone. Yeah, we, we go and back that, to him. He got the Maxim is still working. Yeah, he got the Maxim working again by falling into it, and he's just like, "Screw it." I'm going home to the place where Akami belongs. There must be nothing in this sky to block my vision. Those people were in my way. I won't have it handed over to anyone. I'm only I'm worth worthy of this wide world, endless as a dream. So it's like that's why he's getting rid of it. He didn't want the, it. It blocked. And what yeah. he was heading for is the moon. The endless farce <laughs> is the moon. What a twist! I remembered that. Yeah, uh, but I could not. I I definitely didn't. I remember at the time being like, "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah, I think it is, and it's, so it's one thing that maybe bothers me a little bit about the way Inaru's like motivation as a villain is built up because he talks just like uh, you know the endless varse this, endless varse that, and it's such a key part of his motivation that we don't really you don't really understand what it is, um, and I think that that kind of that lack of understanding of like, I don't even know what he's talking about. Like you just think he's just completely crazy. Like, <laughs> I, mean, I, I thought he was, was talking about the surface because that's where all yeah. the land was. Yeah. Yeah. But, and you would think that, you know, if, if Varus is supposed to be the earth, then, you know, or, or like, you know, earthy material, you would think endless Varus would be the planet earth, but uh, no, <laughs> it's the moon. And, and, and I guess it's just like, yeah, what would you need an airship for anyway? Yeah. Like to, 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 uh, yeah, it's just, it makes uh, sense. Somehow he's going just, into space. <laughs> I don't <yeah>. know. <laughs> Can, uh, Lokia Devil Fruits breathe in space? I, you know, I, <laughs> I don't know. I'll be I honest there. Yeah. I, to me, when I, when I read, when I first saw this, I'm like, well, I guess he's just going to go kill himself, go into the vacuum space and die. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know. <laughs> it's a yeah. It's, it's certainly a different way of taking care of a villain after he's defeated. Yeah, yeah certainly. It's just like all right, he's he he achieved his goal just without all the genocide. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that is true. He did achieve his goal. He, I mean, he he stood up to Luffy's punch. And he's not knocked out as long as others. So yeah, definitely tough without a doubt. Yeah, I, I don't even want to go as far as to call it an issue, but I just I I question how how Oda kind of built up to this. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I think it just goes down to the reader not really having a clear understanding of what Inaru was trying to do for most of the arc. <laughs> yeah. He, he, well, but it, he said it, it makes for but a we fun didn't twist. have a clear idea of it. it, it yeah. It was yeah, done exactly. in service just of this twist. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just it is uh, it is a twist for sure. Mm. But, uh, <laughs> I hope he I hope he has a good time up there. Everybody's sort of recovered. It's night, and uh, uh, Nami's like, "Well, what should we do? Go back to the ship?" And uh, Usopp and uh, Luffy are like, "She's a failure as a human being." She's like, "What did I do?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think they're talking. This is a, a brick joke, right, for the camping thing? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. And Wiper finally wakes up. Gonfor's there, and Conus is taking care of him. Is the chief has to be there? He's like, relax. All the injured are being treated, regardless of where they're from. And it's like, what about about the bell bell tower? I we still have a mission to protect it. It's like patience. Uh, wait a little longer. Let things take their course. Because no matter how fierce the uh, reason for fighting it was in the distant past, 
this guy is now our home. And he says, this this verse refuses no one. And I love this line from Gone For because yep. right for the first time in generations, not one person wants to fight. And to see this, this massive mass- bonfire... <sighs> With oh, this it's so good. Incredible party of everybody laughing and dancing together. The snake celebrating. The sky people, the Shandians, just everybody. The, the Luffy and all of them. Like, that's... I love these party scenes. Like, I love yeah, that. Yeah, they're like, always some of the best parts of, of any arc finale. And it really gets across the whole sense of no hard feelings because, like... Zoro's sh- sh- uh, sharing a drink with the guy he fought from the... Yeah. <laughs> from the Shandians. <laughs> Uh, Robin's smiling. The wolves are back to party because <laughs> why not? Even yeah. even the old old lady is there uh, partying with uh, with with uh, Nami <laughs> with that big <laughs> smile of hers. Yep. And what a nice hopeful way to end this chat. This set of chapters. God, so good, so good. I and so I think this is the point. The point I wanted to make about uh, folks not dying is that like just. The whole point of this whole arc is just, it's about bringing people together. Yeah. You know, it's a like Skypea is a story about like in it, like indigenous people having their land kind of like taken from outsiders and kind of reconciling that. And, you know, like I, I, there are so many parallels to like real world conflicts about conflicts over land, over people, mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of like the clash between cultures. And for that to like, all of that coming together and just, you know, it's, it's they finally found uh, a commonality. Exactly. And it, it really one piece in a lot of ways really feels like it is about that, that commonality between people mm-hmm. and just the, just bringing people together and, you know, going for your dreams and all of that, all that good Shonen Jump uh, morals. <laughs> like it just it it hits, man. It's yeah. I'm, uh, I'm so happy with how this arc wrapped up. It is. Yeah. It is so good. <laughs> we 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 are not a hundred percent done with Skype. Yeah, yet. we're not done yet. <laughs> I think we have like three-ish chapters left, maybe two. I can't remember offhand. But next time we will be wrapping this up. But I, I think it's just that usual like bye everyone. Here's what we're all gonna do, and let's find our way yeah. back down to the blue sea. Cause yeah. I'm yeah. sure it's it's the log pose is probably set to the next island. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, so yeah, ah, good stuff. Time to go. Good stuff. Oh, so man. <laughs> man, can't wait to wrap up this arc proper next week. Oh yeah, should be fun. Should be fun. But with that, I believe we've said all we've wanted to say about chapters two hundred and ninety six to three hundred of One Piece. Thank you so much for listening. And you can find more of my ramblings and stream vods over at Bitnerd Games on YouTube or Bitnerd with an underscore at the end on Twitter. And Brandon, where can everyone find you at? I'm at Brennabovia on Twitter, talking about anime, manga, games, and my job, and just kind of yeah, just more of the same, you know, the usual. <laughs> Nothing to plug today. Yeah, all good, all good. And hey, if you'd like to help us out more, you can support the podcast over at patreon.com slash Derek Bittner. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K-B-I-T-N-E-R to listen to the next episode three days early. And make sure to return next time as we discuss chapters 301 to 305 of One Piece. Until then, my friends. Bye. Remember to take life at a time. Let it rain! Hey, Pops! Can you hear it? The city is gone!